Well, this is it, and here we go in another great edition of Inside EMS. I am your host, Chris Sotolero, and I got to tell you, I am excited. Yes, I am excited, and this is my excited voice. And here he is, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. The ladies know he's the man with the power. Kelly Grayson, KG, what's going on? Man, you, you, you rocked those, uh, those old school introductions. <laughs> what was that, circa 1980s? Yeah, that was an old rap song, man. That was like yeah, 1979. Like like LL Cool J or, or you know. It, it was actually a song <laughs> called The Adventures of Super Rhymes. And it was one of, uh, one of, it was one of the first rap songs I learned. Because at the time, I mean, I was always a rock and roll guy, right? And the girl yeah. I was dating was in the disco. And she, she made me a bet that if I learned the lyrics to the song, I would win the bet, and it took me about a week to learn, and I've never forgotten it. Oh, I got you. I got you. For for you children listening, disco was a form of music and dance in the in the Stone Ages, <laughs> a very and dark you, period in American history. Exactly, and <laughs> it uh, a very dark period, and it didn't last, right? But uh, no, it did. It, and country music is coming up on behind that, so there we go with that. Yeah. There you go. All right. So, KG, you know, you know, we've been doing this show a long time, and, you know, it's been really great. Six years. That, yeah. And uh, what you said, it's the long, second longest relationship you've had. Yeah. And uh, just remember, <laughs> everyone remember, regardless uh, how big Kelly Grayson is, I will always be the bigger spoon. So, <laughs> you know, Kelly, we, we have the honor of having had some sponsors. And, you know, recently uh, over the summer and then recently in the fall, Image Trend uh, was uh, gracious enough to sponsor the show. We were very excited about that. You know, one of the things that we had talked about from an Image Trend uh, product line was crew care. And you and I have spent yeah. a lot of time on talking about EMS uh, mental uh, mental wellness. I don't like calling mm -hmm. it mental health, man. I think it's mental wellness. We got to think about how we stay mentally sharp. And it's not just... Uh, you know, through everything that we do and the emotions, but it really is just in our job. We've got to be, have great mental wellness, right? And yeah. we thought it would be great to have somebody from Image Trend on to talk to us about crew care because it's a free app. Everybody's going to learn how to put their hands on it. We're going to learn the importance of it, but our guest today is going to give us, they're going to take us through the finer points. Morgan Anderson does work for Image Trend. She is an epidemiologist and she was gracious enough to come on the show. Morgan, I want to thank you for joining us on Inside EMS. Yeah, hi guys. We are excited that you're here. Yeah, this thank that's you. I'm Kelly. happy to be here. That is Kelly's excited face too, if you've not seen it before. <laughs> but you know, let's so for the people that may not know what crew care is, maybe you can give us the reader's digest version of, you know, what crew care is and, and really the purpose for it. And uh, you know, I'm sure we'll have a lot more questions on top of that. Sure. Yeah. So um, kind of just a little bit background. I started with Image Trend in about 2017. And shortly after that, we had started talking with things that I could kind of do um, to help our customers and our clients. And one of the things that kind of kept popping up was um, mental health and uh, mental well-being and different as aspects of that. And a lot of my coworkers that work um, at Image Trend kind of had former lives as paramedics or fire or different aspects of the first responder world. And they kind of migrated over and brought their experiences uh, 
and knowledge, but with that, they've also brought a lot of stories and, you know, usually just kind of back and forth chit-chatting. You kind of learn um, about, you know, what maybe why they got out of EMS or uh, the fire industry. And a lot of them shared uh, their, their kind of stories of that kind of turning moment. And, and that's kind of where we were like, you know, what can we do um, to help others that are still in the field? And we got a lot of support and like, yeah, we've got these amazing smart developers. You know, this is something we could easily, easily do. Let's get an app out there. Um, so that's kind of where the ideation from of crew care kind of came about. So um, I believe it was early 2018 is when we kind of... Um, kind of launched it and piloted it. We had a lot of experts in the field kind of give their thoughts and opinions. We had some local fire departments give their feedback um, and we pushed it out there. And ever since then, it's been growing. We've got about um, a little bit over 6,000 individuals utilizing the app. Um, we kind of see it as kind of a multifaceted tool. There's different components you can choose to use of crew care and not choose to use. Um, it kind of starts with you can kind of track your daily mood. What are the activities that are maybe stressing you out? You can fill out little, uh, we call them life tiles or kind of um, buckets of small questions in different areas of your life, maybe family or career, um, physical health, mental health, different kind of areas. And you essentially go through these maybe 10 or 12 questions and it gives you a little score at the end and says, you know, you're kind of stressed out. You're maybe not stressed out. You're really stressed out. Um, but it's kind of, we look at those kind of life tiles of maybe you didn't realize why you're maybe stressed out and, and breaking it down into these different areas. You can say, oh yeah, maybe this is really affecting me. Um, and you can also compare your score to other first responders and you can say, okay, I'm kind of in line. All these other guys are also stressed out about this, you know, that kind of camaraderie of, you know, this is an issue affecting all of us, or maybe it's something you're like, wow, my score is really high here. I should, you know, maybe really start analyzing this and looking at this. Um, Morgan, let me, let me cut you off really quick. Um, but one of the things, you know, you talk about, I want to make this part, um, clear to the audience is that. You said that you can kind of rate yourself with other EMS providers. This is yep. really 100% anonymous, though. Yes, absolutely. And we really pride ourselves on that we keep this anonymous. The only thing that we ask for is an email address, and that's only to reset your password. So you could, you know, create your own fake email address if you really wanted to. It that's not connected with any of your personal information, and utilize that. But when I see, and I'll get to that in a second too. When I see the research side of things, I don't even see that email address. Uh, we have our IT department does this magic in the background and just turns it into this ambiguous ID. So I know it's an individual. I just don't know ever who it is but yeah we really we really are happy that we yeah. continue to make this 100 percent anonymous and people can feel really secure of answering what they want and and what they choose not to and that's the nice thing about a lot of the questions in the app is that everything is optional if you sure. get to question eight and you say you know what i don't feel comfortable answering this you, you can move on you don't have to answer that that's um, good. So we want everybody to not feel like somebody's looking over their shoulder and saying, okay, what is this guy going to yeah. say? You know? Right. So well, I think that's awesome. And I'm sure you got a lot of great things, KG. I'm sure you yeah. got a follow up. You know, I, uh, and I noted that in the, in their report that they, they took pains to, to stress that, that, uh, everyone is, uh, identity security and, and, uh, everyone's anonymous and, uh, no, uh, no demographic information is even collected or shared and, and yeah. everyone is assigned an individual number, which, you know, frankly, the, the, 
one of the biggest barriers to honesty in in, in reporting mental uh, health and wellness issues is, is simply that uh, we don't want to be ostracized or we don't want to be uh, categorized and labeled as someone with a problem. Uh, and, and I think that the anonymity factor uh, really, really boosts up uh, participation. And I note that guys in y'all's, Morgan and y'all's uh, volume two of the Crew Care Report, uh, y'all been doing this for, uh, what, two years now. Uh, the volume one came out last yeah. year and you've added seven, another seven months worth of data to it yep. and it's starting to yield some, some pretty uh, impressive uh uh, some pretty impressive and extensive data. I was looking here through through this. That we talk about coping mechanisms, uh, and, and you always read, and you know, in that uh, health and well-being of the EMT part of the textbook yeah. um, uh, about these uh, appropriate coping mechanisms and what they're. But but this actually puts teeth to those words because these are these are actual. EMS, fire, and law enforcement responders saying these things, and and some of the some of the uh, uh, statistics kind of jumped out at me that uh, uh, the respondents that using crew care uh, that used exercise to cope with stress were three times more likely to have low stress levels. Those that reported alcohol com- consumption as a coping mechanism for stress were over sixty percent less likely to have low stress levels. So booze yeah. does not work. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you're going to consume booze, the best way to do it is over over nachos with uh, with fellow crew members because camaraderie. Uh, uh, members that reported high levels of coworker support were six times more likely to have low stress levels, and, and that just that that puts the uh, um, puts the point to um, you know we, we need to be have a support system and a family uh, and really really rely on peer support for our own mental wellness for sure yeah um, that was one of the I guess the most uh, I don't know if you want to say if promising is the right word but mm-hmm. it was one of the most you know pieces that I felt good about oh wow I really need to share that that support from your coworkers and family is one of the most crucial things that you can be doing to combat any, you know, stress and mental health issues, mental well-being issues, anything like that. And I was just like, oh, we got to get this out here. We got to tell people, you know, it's just so, so easy, you know, to, to do um, and, and to provide that support for others. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the, the crew care report is kind of the the research side, that's kind of my baby off mm-hmm. this this side of the crew care app is that I, I get to analyze this data and share it with everybody. And we do this report once a year. Um, we're hoping that we can do kind of a supplemental reports down the road here. We've added questions in there specifically about COVID. How's COVID adding on top of all the normal stresses that first responders face? How yeah, is COVID really uh, you know, stacking another brick. It's just one more brick on top of all the other bricks um, right now. Um, that was one of the things also we added along with the COVID questions is we realized, you know, it's not just first responders, it's also the healthcare workers that are also being inundated um, with stress from COVID. So we added uh, specific questions in there for just the hospital staff. Um, but we hope to do uh, some more reports and break out and, and see those healthcare workers as well as COVID and, and different aspects of what's really affecting the industry here in 2020. So, right, I bet. So, Morgan, I want to ask you this question because as an epidemiologist, I mean, yeah. your job your job is the microscope, right? Your job is to get into the weeds and really kind of, you know, figure out what the heck's going on. So, if we think about mental wellness, if we think about mental health and EMS. 
I mean, how prevalent is the challenge? And I mean, because there had to be a catalyst that you guys had to figure out to say, we've got to do something about this. I mean, we've been saying this forever that someone has to do something and image yeah. trend as the organization that did it. But I mean, how, how common was this? What, what made this stand out for you guys? Oh man. Um, this, I mean, as the app as a whole or kind of on the research side of, I mean, we, we I think research both. I think research had to come first before you developed the tool, didn't it? Yeah. So when I first started talking about the rationale of why we felt we needed to do this, I went back to my the very early days when I'm like, you know what? I don't know much about this. I'm going to just start Googling. I'm going to start researching and looking into this. So prior to my coming to Image Trend, I worked for the Army Public Health Command, and we pretty much had access to any study you could ever think of. So I utilized kind of those skills and I went back and I was like, okay, let's look at PTSD and stress in military members and the research out there compared to first responders. So I, I looked it up and said, okay, mental health studies out there for military, there was almost 5,000 studies, like more than enough for you to do an, an awesome research study on it and, mm -hmm. and publish a, an article. And then I went over and I changed it over to look at first responders, right? Big difference. And there's a huge difference. It's about the same population. There's 2 million military members and there's about 2.3 million first responders. And I came back instead of, now, first number was 5,000. I came back with uh, 175 studies <laughs> on mental well, mental health and EMS, first responders, firefighters. Now, that's not the kicker. The kicker is, is that... When I started reading those studies, it was on mental health patients. It was not on the mental oh, health man. of first responders. So I was like, light bulb, this is, uh, you know, an urgent thing. And this is why we pursued this. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of that, yeah. you know, a yeah. real kick. It, real, it was just a real kick. You know, I felt like, yeah. wow. <laughs> so just, just I know, I know Kelly's going to have, Kelly's gonna have a follow-up question, Morgan. But I, I just want to ask you this question. This place where you can get any study uh, in the Army, could you find a study that who's the better podcast host, me or Kelly? <laughs> I'm sure there has been one done out okay, there. Okay, good. Well, just if you up. find that, I'd like to read that. But Kelly, <laughs> sure. go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. You know, I was I was, uh, was going to point out that, you know, I, I knew where, where this was going because there's just <laughs> – there's a paucity of, of quality research on on our health, uh, most most particularly our our mental health and wellness. Um, but you know, you can't improve what you at first don't measure, and hence the Crew Care app. Uh, mm -hmm. This is that's that's why you we have the tool now to to start developing and and gathering that data and making some use of it. Um, so, just I'm. I'm kind of boggled by uh, scrolling through the report, all the, the the broad variety and the depth of data you guys have, have uh, um, cataloged here among your said, what, 6,000 active members uh, yeah. or active users. Let's see if we can shoot Chris and I can bump that up to a little bit uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the coming uh, days and weeks. But uh, I'm looking here at uh, the broad range of coping mechanisms and stress. And even though, you know, it's, it's heartening that we have things like uh, stepping away from the situation and, and venting to family and friends and, and uh, co-workers and exercise, mm -hmm. all healthy coping mechanisms. And they're, they're fairly well, uh, they're far, fairly broadly utilized. Mm -hmm. uh, they still have, uh, we still have avoidance, 
and and drinking alcoholic beverages as you know uh, one out of four roughly uh, uh, first responders uses alcohol as their their stress mechanism uh, stress relief mechanism and avoidance really unhealthy um, 36 37 38 uh, percent among uh, all uh, first responder professions so I just you know, I don't know where I was going with other than that. No, there's promising. And then there's, it also illustrates we still have a great deal of work to be done. And I think the, it comes down to too, is you have to look at, you know, it's the provider, you have to look at the provider needs to look at their stresses and say, okay, is this a healthy coping mechanism? But you also have to look at the agency side. Is the agency offering support to do healthier stress coping mechanisms are they offering uh gym memberships or exercise equipment or nutrition classes or you know the list can go on and on are they providing that because the evidence shows that if those are offered that does help if they're not offered then you know ptsd burnout all of those things are skyrocketing and you know it just has it has to come from both sides the provider has to want help and the agency has to be be there to provide it so yeah, I think that that's really interesting. So I want to go ahead and go to the next phase because we've talked a little bit about why did you get into it, right? And Kelly's sure. doing a good job of talking about mm -hmm. the coping me mechanisms and how, you know, but let's talk about post, you know, crew care. So 6,000 some odd people, you know, one of the things that Kelly and I talk about and we, we spend a lot of time uh, with the emotion of losing our losing the members of our career field, losing the members of first respond first responders, you know, who are taking their own lives. So if you think about the people now that are using crew care, are you able to show a little bit of, or hopefully a lot of bit of improvement in their mental wellness to eventually maybe uh, it could be an outlet for people who were, uh, you know, looking to do the awful and, uh, you know, maybe hurt themselves. But I mean, wh wh what are the results? What are they looking like? So when, so that's the hard part with, with crew care is that we monitor, we can see they have the option to, there's a component in there that's um, my, my week and they can answer and how are you doing this week? What's causing your stress? And people really use that as kind of a journaling. Um, they share a lot of uh, intimate private things of what's really affecting them. We've had anything from somebody saying, you know, I'm homeless. I live in my car and nobody knows, or I'm contemplating suicide or just really, really, um, deep and personal things that, you know, one, I feel honored in a way that they're feeling that they can share that information within crew care because maybe they haven't ever shared that with anybody else. At the same time, I just want to reach out and give them a big hug and say it's going to be okay. Um, but we really try to make sure that they have access to crisis contacts within crew care and reaching out um, to people that, that they can talk to beyond just typing in an app. Um, we feel like those resources are really essential. Um, but we have continue to track people that utilize the app for more than just the survey questions we have the the mood tracker and things like that and you can really see um from when we started the app back in 2018 to now i feel like the industry has been doing a great job of making leaps and bounds in 
helping first first responders. Is there a long ways to go? Yes, but you can really see over time that the data is showing when agencies are offering some of these support outlets and mental health, uh, maybe therapists or uh, specialized EAP just for responders, that it really is having a positive effect um, on the providers. And I feel like that's kind of the main takeaway of what the purpose of of getting this research out there is showing that this is working and this is helping. And the, the Crew Care app is really kind of that outlet to just like kind of like a little window looking in, you know. So that's kind of how I view it. Well, and, and it gives us it gives us ammunition, you know, when, when we're For trying sure. to, to change things, that, uh, uh, not over the profession overall, but within our agency. Um, I'm looking at numbers here where where uh, uh, how do you rate your overall mental health as very good or excellent? And the lowest percentage was among EMS. Twenty eight, yep. only twenty eight percent of us uh, rate our mental health as very good or excellent. Yep. Uh, and correspondingly, uh, the highest percentage of uh, of first responders who think they have had or have PTSD are EMS. Forty percent of us re- say that we have had or had uh, uh, EMS. And scrolling down, only thirty one percent of EMS agencies offer health and wellness programs. And that is not a coincidental number. Yeah, <laughs> those two yep. things are, those two things are definitely linked. And, and if anything, you know, that we could smack our, our managers in the face, metaphorically speaking, yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> with, with hard numbers and say, look, you know, we're, we're hurting out here and, and we're lagging behind all of our other public safety brethren in doing something about it. Uh, yes. I would hope that EMS uh, agency leaders um, uh, take reports like this to heart. And I say that with everything that I do at, at Image Trend, with not just crew care data, but you know other uh, patient care data. I say I constantly am telling people data is what drives change, mm-hmm. and you cannot expect anything to change, especially when you're showing stuff to or trying to explain this to people that are not in the first responder industry and are sitting on maybe that city council or that are looking at the budget and saying why would we do this how why is this really an issue so i feel like you need to be able to take those numbers to them and say this is why you know i I think that we've got some great foundation right you've taken us down a great path to kind of say you know crew care this is where we came from this is what it's doing this is what it means so talk a little bit about how people can put their hands on it. Talk a little bit about how they can get this this uh, uh, report that uh, sure. Kelly's been talking about. Um, because yeah. the, you know, these are some great tools. And, you know, we, we, we talk about this from the standpoint of, uh, you know, the listeners that we have out there. I mean, even for just the sake, maybe, maybe you're, you feel good about your mental wellness, but for the sake of research, you know, you get to download this app and kind of help in this research, which I think we all need to do. And I know I'm going to do it. Um, but Morgan, tell us a little bit about how we can put our hands on it and how we can get the report and uh, yeah. anything else you want us to know about that. Sure. Yeah. So you can, the apps in the app store now, you just uh, look up Crew Care. It's in for Android or um, iOS and uh, you can go there, download it free. There's no, no catches. There's no ads. It's, I mean, it's there for any, any of the first responders, healthcare workers to use. Um, we also have a website that's um, called crewcarelife.com. That's where you can go and download um, the report. It's about three fourths the way down on the, the main page. And there's, you can see the first annual report and the second annual report. And then there's also 
more information in in the website as well as um, uh, the report on the research and the data and um, there's crisis contacts as well that are specific just to first responders. Um, but yeah, uh, we encourage anybody to use the app. Like you said, we want people to use it that are not having, feeling like they're stressed or mental health issues. We want to know what those protective factors are that's helping them with that resiliency and thriving um, within the industry um, as well. So yeah, we encourage, and we also um we have contact information in there too. Agencies can actually reach out to me and I will um, uh, snail mail them um, flyers as well if they'd like to hang them up within their um, agencies. We've got some nice promotional materials just so that somebody can see in the break room, hey, here's a free resource, use it if you'd like. Um, but yeah, we're willing to do that too just to get the word out there and make sure everybody knows it's available. And I have just downloaded the Crew Care app uh, and and probably going to be using it pretty extensively. That's one of the things my my uh, significant other uh, suggests to me for my own mental wellness is to keep a journal. And uh, I, I retort only half jokingly that I don't want anything written down uh, <laughs> that's discovered by, by evidence in the event that one day I snap and, and render some violence on on a, sure. on a dispatcher. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want anything that, that can actually be read back to me in court if I if I wind up uh, burning this house down one day. Yeah. That is a joke joke to our readers. But um, uh, it is it is. But I have my phone. I have my phone in my hands virtually every moment. I'm in the ambulance, not rendering patient care. So this would make it a heck of a lot easier to to track. And to you know to uh, to journal if you will if uh, and, and and track my moods and, and my mental wellness uh, rather than carry a notebook and write down everything that that uh, comes across the radio that pisses me off. So uh, I intend to uh, I intend to make use of this uh, because we, we we don't need to advocate these things and then uh, uh, better for for thee than me. So. Um, we encourage everyone to download the Crew Care app. Uh, if we can increase that 6,000 users to 12,000, 18,000, however many we can get, uh, the more data we, we gather, uh, the better off we're going to be. But hey, that's what we think. We'd like to hear what you think. Have you used the Crew Care app? Would you consider using the Crew Care app? Do you think that your agency appreciates your mental health and well-being and, and actually uh, takes action to benefit those things? We'd like to hear your thoughts at the show at ems1.com. And for myself, our co-host, Chris Ceballero, and our special guest this week, Morgan from Image Trend. thanks for tuning in to Inside EMS. We're going to catch you guys next week. Hey, this is Rob Lawrence, host of the EMS One Stop Podcast. If you're listening on the SoundCloud, just hang on for one second because I'm coming along with the next episode of whatever my topic is this week. Bye for now.